Uh oh. Normally we have music around then. <laughs> Anyways, uh, good afternoon and welcome to yet another edition of Other Ground Live. Uh, I'm Passive J. Uh, the quiet guy over there is uh, Big Dalton. Uh, say hello, Big Dalton, but I'm guessing you can't because we can't hear anything you're doing over there, apparently. He's here, he's connected, he's just having issues. So I imagine he was probably playing around with the settings last night while he was doing the fight companion. And now he has to probably go back and set them to whatever they normally are or something of that nature. So we'll, we will be patient and give him some time. He might uh, log out, log back in. I don't know. Uh, but in the meantime, I see the OG armies forming up in the chat box. Always glad to have you guys here. Uh, we're going to have a hell of a show. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be a hell of a good show or a hell of a bad show, but we're going to have a hell of a show. Uh, <laughs> come on, Ryan, figure your shit out. And uh, let's see. In the meantime, uh, I do have topics. I only got like two or three of them. Unfortunately, I did have to work today. Uh, I, I don't shouldn't say unfortunate. Uh, unfortunately, I'm fortunate to have a job, uh, especially in these troubling times. And it wasn't a bad day today. Uh, it was super nice out. Uh, on a normal day, we would have been super duper busy at this point. But since everyone's afraid to come in, we did a whole bunch of carryouts and some business in the back uh, deck, back patio for people that wanted to eat outside. The uh, inside hasn't been utilized at, at all. Come on, Ryan, you got this shit. You can do it. We have faith in you. You're the technical genius of the two. I just push buttons and talk like a monkey. So <laughs> I'm sure he'll get it eventually. Uh, unfortunately, one of the unfortunate things about it being so nice out, uh, I, and this is actually, this is one of the topics I wanted to do, but I guess I can do it solo because it's about me. <laughs> uh, I had the unfortunate uh, happens, happenstance of being uh, too good at my job. So as you guys all know, what happens when you do your job uh, too well uh, they give you more job, <laughs> and that's what happened to me uh, today. It actually happened yesterday, but I didn't get around to talking about it. Um, as you guys know, with the entire COVID thing, uh, in the morning, I had been checking people in until about 9.30, where they'd have someone else come in and then go down into the basement to the employee entrance and start checking people in for the whole COVID thing. You know, that means you haven't filled out a form saying that they don't have a sore throat, they haven't been nauseous, you know, they haven't had diarrhea, you know, and, and then I check them with a temperature gauge to make sure that their temperature isn't above 100.4. Um, but when the guy gets here at 930, he goes downstairs and takes care of that at the employee entrance so that the all these employees and contractors, because we make them do it too, because we're actually doing work on the back of the building right now, um, don't go tramping up through the building into the members area up to my front desk to get checked in. Uh, they decided yesterday to go ahead and eliminate the person who does that downstairs and just have me do it all day. Uh, oh, uh, oh, there we go. Are we doing it? Is he back? Are we well, good? Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Again. Well, right on boss. Glad to hear from you. I was floundering out here. <laughs> yeah. So apparently windows update destroyed all of like the audio routing I have. So it was trying to pick up a microphone that doesn't exist, which is awesome. Ah. <laughs> I've had that happen to me a couple of times when I uh, like plugged in and unplugged different audio devices because I have like a couple few between the webcam, uh, even though I don't use the audio on it, it's an audio device uh, and a couple other things. Occasionally it just blows all my settings and I have to go back and reset everything manually. And since you have a more complicated setup than I do, I imagine that could be pretty frustrating. Yeah, it's a gigantic pain in the balls, but I think we I think we're good. Yeah, apparently it takes you about three and a half minutes to set everything back up again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't know what the hell. 
Yeah, Windows well, that's all right. can go to hell. I'm just I'm never doing an update again until Windows 10 is just not even a thing. I got a uh, buddy at work who refuses to uh, update any of his windows until it a- until it actually is not supported again. For the longest time, he was on like, God, what was the last good one? Uh, was he? <laughs> I want to say he was. He might have been. A, yeah, I think he might have been on XP. <laughs> it was pretty funny, dude. It, it, he it was like so ridiculously out of date. He changed it when they stopped fucking supporting it. And the only reason he did that was because we explained to him that fucking he's gonna be very vulnerable to viruses now because there's no fucking support for the. Uh, version of windows he's using yeah i just wish i could get this goddamn thing to just save everything routed the way i have it routed and we'll be good but no <laughs> what a fucking so, time so i assume you didn't hear any of the story that i was telling no was it interesting at all Pro- probably not but i feel like i gotta finish it now i'll just i'll just go ahead and i'll just go ahead and finish it up uh, i was telling them now uh instead of hey not, not, not the room for it. Go on. Uh, I was telling them that and now in addition to checking people in in the morning, which I told you about before at my job, I now check people in all day. Uh, this is because I was too good at my job. They came up to me and they, they talked to me about the fact that they thought I did a way better job at it than the kids that they are hiring downstairs because I'm serious about it as, as opposed to like some of the other employees. Uh, so they decided between that and the fact that they were basically paying someone to sit at a table and watch like YouTube videos while, while people came in, at, you know, uh, to check themselves in, you know, at, and the ceiling of the deal was the fact that the club is not busy at all on the inside. There's no traffic at all. So there's no members to be pissed off about this parade of employees that coming back and forth to my desk. Cause you know, most of these employees aren't normally allowed in these areas in the first place. Um, so uh, they decide that with all of those factors, Jay's going to check everybody in all day, every day. <sighs> not a big deal, but it's not exactly something I wanted to add to my like full-time job, but I suppose that's uh, the way it is now. Well, yeah, I mean, you should be happy about this because this is your whole like authority complex. Now you get to be the bad <laughs> cop. Yay. <laughs> Which is not what I want. I, although I have been pointing out stuff in the club, I don't want to. I, I don't want to get uh, employees in trouble, so I never mention anybody's name. But I have pointed out a couple of things that I think will make this uh, shit safer. Um, one of the objections that I had to the and uh, idea of them making me the full time person was half the employees come up to get checked up just when I'm doing it, like in the morning, without their mask on, because this I am where they get their masks, <laughs> and obviously that's a poor idea. It's not a big deal when they're checking them out checking them in downstairs because they haven't entered the building yet half, half, half the time actually the uh, uh employees sitting outside underneath the tent okay do i need to remove you guys sorry guys <laughs> um so uh but now they're all coming in through the entire clubhouse with and half of them don't have a mask on even though they know they know they're supposed to have on a mask as soon as they enter the building most of them throw out their mask at the end of the day and then come get a fresh one for me instead of saving it for at least the trip up here. Uh, so I've mentioned that. I don't. I, I never mention anyone's name. I'm not looking to people, get people in trouble. I'm le- looking to have a habit that's not a good idea from happening. Does that make me the bad cop? Well, yeah, because that's what you want to be. Uh, but regardless, I think Juicer has a good point. Yeah, I think your dog is even saying, hey, you might want to move on from this topic. <laughs> all right sir in that case what do you got well today i i don't really have anything because i was the one that was up till almost 2 a.m 
mm. talking about fights. So I think you're going to quarterback this one. At some point, we can talk fights because there's right, a lot right. of stuff going on. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah, Jay, what what do you got? You okay, know, well, the, I mean, uh, the six hours that you weren't with us. <laughs> well, uh, I was sleeping during most of that and then I'm working during the rest of it. So I did not have a lot of time. Uh, and it was a fairly busy day as that goes, but I managed to pick up a couple topics before we have to delve into the source of all news, Yahoo News. Um, let's see, what do I got today? Uh, did you see about the entire thing with uh, the employees of a five guy restaurant refusing to serve police officers? Uh, like uh, early, earlier this week? No, it was probably, yeah, one certain location and they have a problem with cops and blah, blah, blah. Well, I get People apparently. Are stupid. Yep. Apparently, when the, the cops came in and ordered something, they all turned their back on them. And you know, one of them said, I'm not serving these guys. So they're all fired. Because <laughs> obviously, uh, the management or you know the franchise or any at any level would be cool with that. So stupid people get what they deserve. I mean, that just always amazes me when you know employees decide what their job is. It's like, dude, uh, how about you go check up your manager before you make a decision like that? Who's going to tell you to shut the fuck up? Because that's not how you run a business. Uh, people are welcome to their opinion, but yeah, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, just like who thinks that's a good idea? Yeah, I don't mean, know. Maybe people that were about to quit. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, what? Well, I mean, I guess if anywhere you would expect it in something like that, a very low wage job, it's probably not going to attract the the most critical thinking of humans. No, so although the, all I, the I guess. Although the people, the uh, employees at the uh, Five Guys restaurant near me are very nice. <laughs> uh, well, I actually kind of like that chain. I don't get it that often because it's a little overpriced and uh, their burgers can get kind of messy if you, you know, put too much shit on them. Um, but they're, they're they're not bad burgers at all. They just take longer than I'm willing to wait most of the time. Yeah, I like they are good burgers, but they're fucking they're overpriced for what they are. Yeah, like five uh, yeah, guys. Yeah. You get like you get like a burger. It's like twelve or thirteen bucks or something. It's yeah, like, yeah. And it's not that great of a burger that it's like worth twelve or thirteen bucks, right? Like it's still a fast food burger. Right. It's good when you compare it to other fast food burgers, but now you're at like a uh, sit down restaurant and bar prices. And you know, I'm sorry, you can't beat the burger at the, my local fucking bar. <laughs> not with an eighty-five guy shit. <laughs> That fucker's delicious. It's not even just drunk delicious. It's sober delicious, which is an important distinction when you're talking about bar food. Well, and either way, so yeah, as, as Juicer's saying, like then also add the fries, which they have great fucking Cajun fries, but then you add another like five, six bucks on it. One person goes in and is spending like 23 bucks on a burger, some fries, and a drink. Like what mm. the hell is that for fast food? Yeah, that's just ridiculous. Uh, it's not fast food at that point. If I'm going to spend that type of money, unless I'm truly in a hurry, I'm going to go at some place and sit down for that kind of money. Um, if I'm spending not, 25 bucks just for myself, I'm getting real food. Yeah, exactly. I'm getting yeah. a goddamn burger. Right. At home. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Uh, hey, what's this? Uh, team Evil Bad Guys, you're a drunk heckler. Did you heckle somebody? Did you go to a comedy show? First off, who did you go see? And uh, why would you heckle somebody? That doesn't seem nice. Jay, you're terrible at following chat. He already kind of no, explained I... that. So he's been escorted out of three comedy clubs. Oh, so I'm sorry. I'm trying. It's, as I mentioned on the uh, OG thread, I truly am bad at doing two things at once. Like when I'm speaking to you, I'm thinking about what I'm saying to you. And when I'm not speaking to you uh, and Ryan is speaking, I'm paying attention to what he's saying. So I try to read the uh, 
the chat as best as I can, but get to remember who you're dealing with here. Well, I mean, maybe you come at this slightly honestly of the fact that you only have one eye that works, so it's kind of hard to uh, keep one eye on the chat and another eye doing something else when you only have one. Yeah, it is very true, but you know, this is more of a more of a mental thing because this this is all it's all listening and then what you would think I'd be fine. All I'd have to do is uh, just look at the the screen while I'm talking, uh, but uh, my brain doesn't work like that. You know, uh, when I'm doing one thing, I'm doing one thing. I'm I'm talking or I'm listening or I'm reading. To do all three at once is kind of fucked up for me. <laughs> that is absolutely insane that you can't do that. Like I can absolutely follow chat at all times while talking to you. Mind you, I will kind of just, you know, stop paying attention to you at some points. That's only when you go shower level in your store. <laughs> and then heaven help us if I have to try to, like, look for things to talk about, like throw go through Yahoo and shit, because then I'm not even on the uh, Podbean screen. I'm, like, flipping through different news articles and things like that to find things to say. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Well, Tenor, yeah, you I, did miss a uh, a fuck you moment from Homelander last night. Oh, uh, when happened? when when Sly Dog asked him uh, what he got at Burger King because Homelander and his dad went to Burger King. <laughs> and that was that was fun. Oh shit! But I, I have a good authority that uh, Sly Dog loves Burger King. So, well, right, that was the point. Like he heard, oh, you went to Burger King. Like, <laughs> hey, what did you get? Like actually wanting to know. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you that my wife agrees with uh, Sly. That's her favorite fast food place. She way prefers Burger King to McDonald's or any pretty much any of the other places. You know, I of fast food. God, it's different. Like, so what's your ranking for like fast food burger places? Okay, so and, we're and I wouldn't and I places. wouldn't necessarily put Five Guys in that mix because it is just so overly expensive. I'm right, talking your like drunken college. I have twelve dollars to my name. Fast food. No oh, McDonald's cheeseburgers. Then if if I if I'm trying to eat as much as I can at the cheapest rate, McDonald's cheeseburgers win. Well, at not least necessarily as much as you can. Just I'm going and I'm just I I'm gonna grab lunch. Like I said I have like twelve bucks in my pocket, and I'm going somewhere fast food. It doesn't even necessarily have to be burgers. It has to be fast food though. Oh, oh, probably Taco Bell, uh, bec just because uh, in, in my ex vast experience of fast food, that's the hardest for uh, people to fuck up because, <laughs> you know, some of it that doesn't even have to be barely warm to taste good uh, that you can't, you know, you're not going to get a stale bun. Uh, your, your fries aren't going to be cold. It, it's really hard to fuck up Taco Bell. You almost have to do it on purpose. So that was always been my go to when I went for uh, fast food. If you limit it to the uh, burger places, it'd probably be McDonald's because I'm a big fan of the Big Mac um, or sometimes even a quarter pounder. Uh, although to me, a Big Mac felt like it was more food. Uh, you need to get into the double quarter pounder to beat the Big Mac as far as food level goes. And that's a little more than I would like to eat norm normally. <clears throat> so my go-to when I order from McDonald's is a um, six-piece chicken McNugget, a Big Mac, and a cheeseburger. Or some maybe even two cheeseburgers, even though I'm not, I know I'm not going to eat them both because when you order all that stuff, I figure all not all of it can be fucked up. You know, you the fries. Oh, I know it comes to fries, although I don't eat that much of them. The fries might be cold. Uh, the the Big Mac might not be great. The you know the cheeseburger might not be bad, but all of them together, at least one of them is probably fresh and good. Because with most fast food, of course, it's just you can get in it when it's sat around too long. 
Yeah, I... Hmm. Number one, I'm absolutely surprised you ordered that much because that is like 7,000 calories of food. Can you complain I can about eating like normal food for more than like 800 calories? Right. Well, you said you also said college days. Like today, if I if I could still order all that stuff, it'd probably be just be a Big Mac and a cheeseburger. Fair enough. If I'm going to have to go fast food and... I think I'll use the same condition that Team Evil had, that it has to have a drive-through. Oh, there you go. One of two places, I'm either going to Boston Market or Popeye's. Oh, you know what? I don't think I've ever been to a fucking Boston Market. There's a couple of them around here, but I was never had any interest. Uh, we've had the Popeye's conversation before, so we don't need to go into that. Uh, what's What the fuck does Boston Market even sell, really? Uh, so Boston Market has like generally it, it's pretty much like a it's basically a plate of food, right? So you either get you get like a basically a meat, a couple sides, a piece of cornbread, and it's like right around ten bucks. So yeah, so like roasted chicken, roasted turkey, meatloaf. Sometimes they'll have other like seasonal type things. I don't um, know what a Kenny Rogers is either, by the way. Team Evil. Yeah, I've never been to a Kenny Rogers. I, I know that he had chicken. But yeah, oh. Boston Market, that, like, sides will be, like, they have a really good, like, macaroni and cheese. You have your staples, like your mashed potatoes and gravy, corn, mm. rice, uh, like, cinnamon apples, like, stuff like that. Like, more kind of, like, home-style type sides. Oh, right on, right so on. it's basically a, a pile of meat, a couple sides, a piece of cornbread, under 10 bucks. It's, it's kind of real-ish food. So you're not going to get a bunch of, you know, overly processed shit that, you know, comes out of a, a pink paste like your McNuggets. Right. That's delicious paste, dude. <laughs> McNuggets have, like, no discernible taste. They're disgusting. Well, yeah, you, you dip them in shit. <laughs> uh, but, no, I always liked uh, Chicken McNuggets because um, they were always a good post-hangover meal because they always seemed kind of mild. Like, the day after a really hard day of drinking... I never really wanted burgers or anything greasy like that. It, you know, uh, my stomach was already upset, but McNuggets always went down easy. It seemed like. Yeah, I was, I was just never a big fan, mainly because, well, number one, like there's just something unnatural about them being that they have like four standard shapes <laughs> and there's no actual, like there's no actual consistency to the meat oh. and it has no taste. Like, that's just, like, four levels of wrong. It has taste. I mean, it's, it's not like you're eating a Cajun sandwich or something like that, but it has some taste to it. I don't think there's any taste there. I think, really, they just they add a little bit. So they add the breading, which is basically nothing but, you know, like, kind of sugary-type batter. And then salt. I think that's about all that's there for taste. That's why they throw so many stupid little packages of whatever sauce you want with it. I love hot mustard sauce. I love hot. I mean, I wish I had hot mustard sauce to dip fucking everything in. That's just delicious. Okay, yeah, here you go. Best nuggets. Um, oh, Like fast food places. That's a good question. I don't know. I've never really gotten any other people's nuggets. I would still I still have to say uh, McDonald's, although I did have a, a, a short fling with uh chicken fingers over at uh, burger king those are those aren't bad and you just then you get the zesty uh dipping sauce that comes with the onion rings which are kind of weird but aren't horrible if you're hot at, at burger king 
Although Burger King and onion rings doesn't really seem to go together that well. <laughs> well I, I mean, the Trump card here, like this isn't even really a, a conversation. It's Chick-fil-A. Oh, I see. You know, I've eaten at Chick-fil-A once in my entire life and it's, it was okay, but we were on vacation in Florida. And so I, you yeah. Uh, I'd love to have, there's like two of them near me and they're so fucking, they're not near me. They're probably like four or five to 10 miles away and they're super duper fucking busy. So I've never been to, been to one. Yeah. If you want nuggets, Chick-fil-A, I would say best chicken is obviously Popeye's, but they don't do nuggets. They have like strips. Right. And chicken right. strips are far superior to nuggets anyway. So Popeye's wins. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, and I don't, and I very rarely eat fast food anymore. Uh, we went through a spat about that a little bit while we were in the uh, quarantine thing because sometimes, you know, we it was hard to get to the uh, grocery store and Grubhub will bring you fucking anything. So, um, but for the most part, even when we were ordering from Grubhub, we tried to do from like actual restaurants and order actual things as opposed to, you know, ordering Grubhub, McDonald's or Burger King from Grubhub just seemed fucking stupid. <laughs> I, I think we did uh, K- KFC once. But that was that. That was it. Every time we normally, if we order from one of those food services, we go order from an actual restaurant. Well, yeah, that's the way to do it. I mean, fast food. Really, those services you end up paying basically the same amount as the meal just to get it to you. Right. Right. Yeah. Because it's all cheap, shitty food anyway, and you add on like a delivery fee or whatever it's going to be, and their fucking cut that they add on, and then whatever you're going to tip somebody. If you want fast food, go get fast food. You lazy fuck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I said, we did it once with KFC just because we didn't feel like fucking driving. <laughs> we're like, ah, it's, yeah, we'll, we'll pay ten extra ten bucks to get our chicken today because you know we get like a twenty dollars worth of chicken and it ends up costing ten dollars between the delivery fee and the and the tip. You know, it's like a we like a three or four uh, three or four dollar. Actually, it's like the delivery is free, but there's like a four dollar service fee. I'm like, well, that's a delivery fee, you asshole. I'm asking you to bring me food. What what other service are you performing? <laughs> But, you know, that's how, that's how they slip that in there. Uh, and then we normally tip like five bucks or something like that for the uh, tip, unless we're doing something like a ridiculously large, large order. Uh, we I try to do like 25% or, you know, or what, it, or five, or with the minimum being five bucks for that kind of shit. So oh, do you know of the restaurant called She-Wolf in Detroit? Uh, no, I do not. I, uh, as I've admitted before, I'm re- very rarely downtown anymore. It's, a, it's That was a thing when I was younger. Uh, but I will have to check that shit out. Actually, I'll check that shit out right now. Let me do, uh, go to she, she Wolf Detroit. Oh, my. Oh, my God. I, absolutely, I would never go to this place when the first thing I see on the fucking website mm-hmm. is just like, it just looks pretentious. <laughs> well, come on, All I man! See might... is like nine thousand wine glasses. <laughs> well, I, I'm not even worried food. about that. I don't even know what Roman food well, is. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't, I'm checking. I'm going to go check the uh, uh, menu right now. Okay, they're you know they have uh, antipasta. I don't. They're using words I don't understand. <laughs> I understand pasta. Uh, is it, I guess Roman's kind of like Italian, uh, Dulce. I don't know what the Dulce is. Um, oh wow. That's the entire menu. So <laughs> basically you get anti-pasta, uh, pasta or second D second. Don't, I don't know what these words mean. I'm sorry, folks. You might want to just go to the website, uh, uh, shewolfdetroit.com and check the menu for yourself. Cause I can't help on this one. How about you, Ryan? You know what any of this shit means? 
I mean, I can read what the what the uh, actual meals are, but the, all the titles for the different types of food are confusing. Yeah, I don't really see hardly anything I would actually even eat at this place, especially when they start just ruining things. Like you, you have this. So you have a meal here with pork shoulder, some grilled pork shoulder, but then there's stone fruit mustarda. I have no idea what that is, and red beet puree. That sounds fucking disgusting. Okay, how about a pachilla? Seventy-two bucks for a twenty-four ounce ribeye? Like no. I'm, am I missing that? I don't even see that shit. Uh, top I just, right. Uh, top right. Oh, okay. That must be the main re- main. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at this other stuff. Uh, where the spicy braised lamb neck ragu, organic plum tomatoes, banana peppers, and whipped ricotta. At least I knew what most of that shit was. I don't know how you make a a ragu out of spicy braised lamb neck. Uh, <laughs> But, but that's one of the pasta uh, options. Wow. Yeah, Pork Sly, you're getting, you're getting roped into a total fucking pretentious, overpriced, fancy place. Well, oh, Rome is in Italy, Joe. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> so you're going to an Italian restaurant, Sly? Okay, I get it now. Uh, when, you, when you say Rome, I think like the Roman Coliseum and, you know, like gladiators fighting lions and shit. Not the... No, I, I guess it has to be someplace, though, right? <laughs> well, yeah, it's like if I tell you San Francisco, you're like, oh, the place with the with the bridge, and it's from Alcatraz there, and like, oh, it's in California? Really? Yeah, okay, uh, I guess that's fair enough. My bad. <laughs> uh, but don't worry about it, Sly. So if you pick the right thing, I'm sure it's going to be fucking delicious. I deal with uh, fancy menus and, and fancy food all the time. Um as long as the biggest thing is making sure you pick something that's going to fill you up, because some of those fancy menu, uh, meals, there's not a lot to it. Uh, but they don't, that's not even how our normal menu is. But when they have uh, like wine dinners, that's one of their more co- common fancy events where they have all these fancy different types of food. And it's, they have like full five or six courses each with a different type of wine. Um, so you, by the end of it, you're, you're drinking like most of a bottle of wine. So like four or five glasses, it might even be two. <laughs> so, uh, and they and some of the food is all about the presentation and and how the, it tastes with the wine as opposed to trying to fill you up. Uh, so um, and make sure you buy stupid. Th- if I'm going to get food, I want food. Right, right. Well, I don't care you know, about your fucking creative vision. Right, right. And that's not how the normal food is uh, at my uh, club. It's it's obviously it does have presentation, but it's also large portions because it's the members' club. They're not going to you know not feed themselves enough. Uh, uh, but uh, it'll be it'll be interesting for you to report back and see how you enjoyed the experience. I don't know. Maybe Sly goes to fancy restaurants all the time. You know, maybe we're not telling him shit. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna go and find out it's pretentious, and he's on the way home gonna gonna swing through a Burger King drive-through and get his Whopper. <laughs> and Tenor, I'm sorry, it's not just San Francisco where you can freely shit in the street. It, that oh. is anywhere that you want if you're daring enough. See, Tenor said antipasto is delicious salad. That type I'm familiar with. Like when we go to the Alibi, which is a uh, pizza place, uh, they have a delicious antipasto. But that was an entire section of the menu uh, uh, labeled that. So I guess that's Roman for just a salad in general, I guess. I didn't even, you know, I should have actually looked at the selections before I started fucking talking. (laughs) Because who knows? Uh, Wow. 
One of the selections under antipasta is thinly sliced Wagyu beef, hazelnuts, crisp capers. Yeah, okay, they're salads. <laughs> so once again, if I would have fucking read, I wouldn't made a fool of myself. But what the hell, right? Yeah, that might be it. Also, you want to take care of the dumbass in the chat? Uh, I don't know which one's that. Oh, I missed one? Oh, okay. Sorry about that. I wasn't paying attention. Bye-bye. That doesn't take long anymore, does it? No, no, not at all. I Oddly enough, I, I made myself an administrator like yesterday when I was playing around with things, but apparently I right. can't do shit with this BlueStacks thing. Right. Well, oh, yeah, so, yeah, you are. Yeah, I think you can't. Oh, you can't use it. You can't click on them and block, uh, block them or anything like that. No, the only thing it'll do is take me to their profile. I can't do anything uh, from it. So, uh, yeah. okay. Well, that's a bummer. But regardless, uh, we'll, we'll be fine either way. Um, well, as far as that goes, uh, you want me to go move on to my second topic? I, I do have another one. I was, I'm so proud of myself. I had two this week. Uh, today oh boy you had two wow i actually have look, three look one of them well i have three technically but one of them is just one line so i'm not really sure how far, far it will go <laughs> uh the other my second topic for tonight is i saw in the news uh, a woman is in intensive care uh was in intensive care for a week after overdosing on caffeine have you heard about these type of stories lately not lately but it's it's absolutely a thing you can do Right. Well, it's not, it's lately, it's a different thing apparently, because there's something called powdered caffeine that's widely available on the internet. Um, and people are being fucking stupid about it because it's ridiculously potent. Uh, this lady was in intensive care for two weeks. For, uh, I'm sorry for a week after overdosing on two teaspoons of powdered, uh, um, caffeine, which ended up being equal to 56 cups of coffee. Yeah. People are fucking stupid. I have caffeine yeah. pills that yeah. I will take in lieu of like coffee or things like that, like before a workout or depending on on when I need uh, the actual benefit from caffeine. Caffeine's actually a, a useful supplement if you're using it right. Right. But yeah, that's I mean, fuck. They're they're actually surprised she's not dead because she went well over the uh, lethal amount to do so, which is why she's in intensive care. You know, it's it's not a good thing. And a lot of people can't understand why they would sell it because at, the, at that level, like if you're buying it to add to like a, uh, a, you know, your, your pre-workout drink or something like that, you could be off by a very small amount and fucking kill yourself. You know, I mean, how small of amount do you really have to put in there to have it be okay? If two teaspoons are fucking 56 cups of coffee, that means one teaspoon is like 23, uh, <laughs> what's the proper amount to put into something like that? Like an eighth of a teaspoon? Even that would be yeah, like what, five is, or six cups of coffee or some shit like that? This is why I just get the pills and you just take one pill. Yeah, I assume that they sell it in a powder form to fucking companies that use it for caffeine pills. So they've had, they take the, they have a machine or like really fine scales that puts the proper amount inside the pill, like a little capsule. And then, you know, it packages it up and they put it in a package and they sell it to fucking you. <laughs> so who's not stupid enough to go out and buy protein, you know, to go out and buy caffeine powder just because he's trying to save a little money. You know, better than that shit. You buy from people that have already measured it out and made it accurate. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, uh, it's probably, yeah, it is probably marketed to not necessarily just people that obviously do it the pill form, but like, you know, 
putting in a cup of that shit in your, you know, however many gallon vat of Mountain Dew that you're bottling up for all of the, the fat asses out there. Yeah, yeah, and I'm seeing uh, uh, on the chat box that they're talking about how Luke Como uh, failed a, uh, got pulled from a fight because he had too high of a caffeine level from uh, cafe- from coffee enemas. And, and of course it was Luke Como. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the guy that drinks his own piss is obviously going to drink his coffee anally. <laughs> that is the same guy that was on the Ultimate Fighter, correct? Yeah, he was the he was the weirdo on the Ultimate Fighter. And now he's one of the weirdos on our uh, internet forum, if I if I'm correct. <laughs> I do see him post every once in a while. Yeah, I haven't. Seen, it's probably been a while since I've seen anything from him. But yeah, it was. I think we all remember when he had the threat about drinking his own pee. <laughs> He was an odd guy on the show, too. I mean, you know, he doesn't seem like a bad guy, just an odd dude, you know? Well, yeah, he's just, he's a different kind of guy. Yep, that is correct. It's he's funny, because he's one of those dudes that doesn't look like he should be able to fight worth a shit. And, uh, and uh, boy, would you be wrong. <laughs> well, there is the idea that, you know, you are a weird-looking dude that drinks his own piss. Like, you've probably been in a lot of situations in your life that you end up having to fight. That's a good point. You know, he probably has a pl- he had probably had a plethora of experience before he even got into the UFC. Yeah, I mean, if nothing else, his unibrow. Like, I'm sure he got in quite a few tussles, you know, growing up. Yes, I imagine so. But you know, that doesn't necessarily make you a, a good fighter. I I got into a fair amount of fights when I was a kid, and I lost almost every single fucking one of them. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> uh let's see uh so yeah i, th- I think uh we've covered uh, the stupidity of caffeine overduces uh adequately i actually only have one more thing to talk about and hopefully i imagine it's probably not going to go along um i love my bug assault gun have i ever told you about this thing yeah you've talked about it yeah it's Your so little fucking salt awesome gun. Oh, yeah. Well, now it's the height of summer, and despite all my best efforts, bugs get in here occasionally, and they fucking pay now. Uh, it used to be it was just flies, because the f- original bug assault gun I had uh, wasn't super strong. Like, if you got it close enough, it would kill a fly, but mostly you probably just shred its uh, wings. Now, I will say that part of that they, design they did on purpose, because if you make it too powerful, you're not going to shred it, the wings of a fly and kill it. You're going to fucking splatter it. And <laughs> Nobody really wants splattered fly all over the sp- a place. Uh, at least that was the theory. Um, however, they decided to throw that theory out the window and make uh, their bugger salt 2.0 home and garden edition. This is supposed to be used for outside where you don't give a shit if you're splatting a bug. <laughs> but I still use it inside because it's for the most part it doesn't. It just kills them really fucking dead. Uh, I killed a, a carpenter ant just before the show, which is what made me think about it. And the first one went to touch that thing. So I saw it crawling along. You can't have carpet ants in your house. That's a bad idea. I know it just wandered in. My house isn't like infested or something, but I still wanted to send a message to the other carpenter ants. Uh, so I go grab the old uh, bug assault gun, turned on the laser sight for it, uh, fired, missed, which was embarrassing, but it was moving. Uh, so, uh, but I got him on the second shot and blew him across the fucking room. I was so proud of myself. Jesus Christ, Jay. I felt, yeah, I felt like a mighty hunter. Uh, it almost made me want to like open my doors for a while and let some other bugs in. You are such a fucking weirdo, man. Such a fucking weirdo. <laughs> well, I never want to hunt a, an animal. I, I'd feel horrible about, it, horrible about it. I don't really Jay, have any problem with it. Yes? Here's another yeah. one for you. 
Uh, he's not. He, I have to wait till he pops up on the. Uh, oh, okay, there he is. All right. I uh, see. You, bye. Whoops, that was All wrong. Right, there we'll we try go. This one there we go. I, however, I am amazed that the bug assault gun has a laser sight. Like, oh really? uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, you don't want to miss, right? The the, the stakes are high. <laughs> you don't you don't want a pissed off wasp in your face because you missed that shit. You got especially something that's stinging. You got to get it on the first try. That that amazes me that that is a thing. Yeah, <laughs> they're pretty fun. I mean, you've you've seen the other versions of it. Like uh, there was a uh, they had, for a while in the kitchen at work they had an electric fly swatter. You ever seen one of those? No, I don't think I've used one of those either. Um, yeah, I was used to you know growing up with like actual fly swatters or like raid oh. or whatever else. Right. I never knew what this was like a niche, you know, market for like weapons to kill bugs. <laughs> well, the uh, the electric fly swatter is almost as cool as my bug assault gun. Yeah, it, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's you know, it's a fly swatter, but it's uh, the uh, it, it's got a, a like a metal grill to it with with a battery to it and uh, or probably a couple batteries. And when you hit a uh, fly with it, it's just like an electric bug zapper. Fair enough. Yeah. I, again, I've never never seen it. Never used it. I don't necessarily have many many bug issues. Oh well, well Michigan's not horrible for it, like I imagine a lot of the South is. But you know, you do get bugs occasionally, and I can't stand fucking bugs. I do do not tolerate bugs in my house, and my wife doesn't is scared of bugs, so <laughs> she fully supports my arsenal of anti uh, bug weaponry. Fair enough. You yeah, go you with all your your bug artillery. <laughs> well, that's about all I got at home. You want to talk about the fights? Absolutely. Did you at least catch up on on what happened last night? Yes, I did read all the uh, different updates, uh, like mostly during my breaks in the bathroom. <laughs> but I did have a little time to read up, so uh, I, I know who won and all that good stuff, if not the details. Well, yeah. So let's let's at least discuss the main card. Uh, so right. obviously, the main card started out with Amanda Hebus versus Paige Van Zant. <laughs> and Van Zant lost in two goddamn minutes. How do you feel yeah. about that one, Jay? Uh, well, I mean, you know, how do I feel about the sun rising? You know, you're asking the same sort of question. I mean, that's what was going to happen. Uh, nobody realistically gave her a chance. The one thing she had going for her is that she's pretty tough and she does not give up. But if you're a, uh, um, but if you're a fucking, you know, in an arm bar, well, I guess you're done even if you give up or not, really. <laughs> so she did the smart thing and that didn't let her arm get broken. But, you know, so that's and what that is. the ridiculous thing, so I'm, I'm going to kind of play off what Urkel's saying here. The ridiculous thing for such an attention whore that she kind of is, like, that's mm -hmm. kind of her thing, right? Like, right. showing her tits on Instagram, like, that's been her thing while she keeps, you know, breaking her arm. Why was she wearing the full T-shirt? Well, I don't know. See, that like, makes zero. Sense. Well, that like, makes zero sense to me. Yeah, you're actually like hurting your marketability, right? And that I, way, and well, and I don't know. I I don't hold it against her. It's actually you know normally I'd be like, oh cool, you don't you're tr not trying to get by and your looks alone. But as you mentioned, that's what she does. And it's not like, I mean, she's on Instagram every fucking day, right? So she's one of those people that keeps herself in shape regardless. So it's not like she was trying to hide like a gut or something like that. Because she came in like out of shape, which is something that you sometimes see uh, when people, when uh, the women wear their full shirts. Um, there's no logical reason for it, really. 
Maybe her boyfriend didn't want her to dress like that. Don't don't go out there and be a slut. Yeah, like I I don't get it. But so this is the last fight of her contract, and apparently she's gonna test free agency. Who do you think it's gonna be that pays her way more than she's worth? <laughs> well, I did uh, appreciate the fact that Dana White's like, yeah, that's a good idea. She should go test free agency. In other words, you're not getting another contract with the UFC. We're done with you. Um, I don't know, man. Um, Bellator is not really fighting all that much. I'm assuming it'll be back. Uh, Invicta would be honestly a backward step for her, obviously, since it's a feeder league for the UFC. So I don't really see that happening. I I honestly think she's probably done with MMA. Yeah, so I, I think there's probably a couple things that could happen. Possibly Bellator, depending, you know, as they get back and what their finances look like, since since don't they aren't they the ones that have uh, her husband's contract? Probably. Is that where he yeah. fights? I think so. Don't quote me on that, but that, that sounds right. I mean, there's only so many people, places they could fight that are in based in the U.S. So, you know, being that they are here, um, for the most part, they'll probably be a Bellator. So I think either that, I don't think Invict is a thing at all because there's no way that they're going to pay her as much as she even was making in the UFC. Right. And then I think the only other one that could really be something is possibly uh, like one. Yeah, overseas. I suppose. Uh, yeah, because, I, suppose I mean, that's... they paid a bunch of money for fucking Sage Northcutt and she's basically the female version of him. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, she might have to make some adjustments for that, but that might be a good place for her because it's not like she's horrible. It's just she's not a UFC level talent. Yeah, she's she is a very much average fighter who somehow thinks she's worth more than any other of the high level fighters because a bunch of people follow her when she shows her tits. Yeah, well, or, you know, and she was on Dancing with the Stars, which made her more popular. She does have more name value than most of the uh, female fighters on the roster. So there is some logic to her wanting more. But just because that, she, just because she's better known, that doesn't necessarily translate to pay per view buys. Right. Well, CM Punk is better known than almost every fighter on the roster, and we see how long that experiment lasted. Right. Exactly. If you're not good, they're gonna not. They're not. They're not gonna pay you regardless of how popular you are. Uh, the, that worked for Brock Lesnar because he fucking beat the fuck out of people. Um, and that's the difference between Brock Lesnar and CM Punk. If CM Punk even had um like mid-level UFC skills, he would have made a shitload of money off from them because, as you mentioned, he's better known than any of them. If he if they could feed him like low-level UFC fighters and he beat them up, they'd be happy doing that till the fucking cows came home because that would be a big pay-per-view draw. You know, all these wrestling fans watching CM Punk beat up like UFC fighters like, see, we knew wrestling was real the entire time, but he didn't have the ability to do that. Exactly. Yeah, he was he was absolutely terrible. And I I'm not necessarily comparing CM Punk to Paige Van Zandt, but it's the same idea that she thinks she's worth so much more just because she's a name, even though she can't beat anyone inside like the top 10 in her division. Right. Um, your fans, your un, you're not MMA fans are only going to tune into MMA fights so many times to watch you lose. If you win a lot, well, then yes, that translates into way better than, you know, your average MMA fighter with those same wins because you have those, um, 
fans interested in you. Like if you win a lot, your your non MMA fans will buy the MMA fights. But if you suck, then that's not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. So I I think that's I think that's something that'll be interesting to watch, especially as these other companies like they don't even really have a, a road back yet. Like, has anyone heard when the next Bellator card is going to be? Um, really, any other company like? Didn't I see something kinda, like? I thought I saw something like Bellator is back July 27th, but I might be just be pulling that out of my ass. Yeah, I have no clue. I guess I'd have to look. But yeah, so once they get back in the swing of things, I think that's probably the most likely one. I think the sleeper would be one. But the problem is there is like they're having troubles with, you know, all of the shit that's going on in the world, too. So, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. And well, they they mentioned in the chat box to WWE, even though that, you know, she might be too small for that. Um, so that'd be an interesting proposition. I, I, I guess she's got enough, uh, um, popularity to make the transition to WWE. I don't know if she has the uh, athletic ability because that's way harder than being a professional fighter on some levels. Well, that, and I, I think the, one of the problems you have with that, right. is like, she goes from the hottest MMA fighter to a middle of the road professional wrestler woman as far as looks right, go, right. right? Like, right. Well, I mean, that worked for Ronda Rossi. Obviously, she's not as well. I think she's pretty myself. I don't think uh, she's like the same level as most of those uh, professional women uh, um, uh, wrestlers. But she was able to come across and be like, I was the best fighter in the goddamn world. And that's how they like booked it. Right, right. So it pays team- what, what she's going to come across. And be like, I was like a 500 fighter. Look at me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, Team Evil Bad Guys bringing up. Uh, I can't remember how to say her name. Baz, Bazer? Yeah, yeah, who is like average looking. Uh, so, but uh, she had a persona that was, I guess, that was, there was uh, able to pull it off with. You know, her entire bad guy act. I don't know how popular she is or even if she actually made it to the WWE because I, I know she was wrestling in other spots. Um, yeah, she did. But that's the thing. Like, she also went like from the ground up. So she actually became a, a good professional wrestler per se. And then right. made it. Whereas like Paige, you'd have to basically bring her in from, you know, the ground level, having no clue what she's doing. And then what do you bill her as, you know, former mixed martial arts fighter that wasn't very good. Yeah. I average looking by our standards. Like I just, I look at it from a business sense of trying to push her or sell her. And I, I don't know, I don't know how I would do it. Right, that's true, and she wouldn't take like a smaller contract. Apparently, she does make pretty decent money from the Instagram shit. So as long as she kept her popularity, uh, you know, with her, with, at least maintain the fans that she has now, she can live comfortably just off that shit. Um, so, which means she probably wouldn't go the way Matt Riddle did, which was like throw himself all into it and work his way up from the bottom, like you did, like you said about that other check. Um, and he was like, he, he had the same problem. He was in the UFC, but it wasn't like he was some world beater. He'd, he only had like three or four fights before he smoked too much pot and they kicked him out. So he couldn't go to the WWE and say, yeah, I'm a badass UFC fighter. Uh, so he didn't. He, he made up his own persona, which was fucking funny. I, I don't really follow wrestling, but I guess he calls himself the king of bros or some shit like that, which is funny as fuck. But yeah, so that's that was uh, the first fight of the evening. Uh, let's let's move on slightly. So <laughs> Sorry. Second, <laughs> second fight was uh, Rose Namajunas, and she beat Jessica Andrade. Yeah, was it should have been a split decision. Most people say no. 
so unfortunately i didn't see a ton of that fight while it was going on i went back and i watched most of the main card today mm, right right she absolutely won the first two rounds in the third round andrage came on pretty pretty strong pieced her up in her face pretty well ended up with a pretty good pretty good mouse under i think it was her left eye and uh cut across the nose may have actually broken her nose but yeah, mm. she looked she looked very very good. Looked crisp. So it looks like her her layoff, you know, didn't didn't really have any sort of ring rust from it. Right. Do you think the fighter went that would have went differently if it had championship rounds? Uh probably would. Like I I don't see that fight going well for Rose after she started to take that damage. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, that's uh probably true i mean some people push through it though so just because they have a bad round it doesn't mean that uh um you know they're going to not rebound and then it rounds after that but so do you think it was i mean does it, did it look like she was tired do you think that's the issue do you think uh the, the other chick whose name i'm not gonna try to pronounce like had her number after that had her figured out after two rounds uh she was just starting to really kind of accumulate some damage so if that fight would have kept going like i that i probably would have ended up swelling shut at some point so yeah it oh, wouldn't yeah. have necessarily gone well there but regardless i mean she she won the fight so you know depending on what her turnaround looks like like she very well be may the may be the next uh to fight uh zhang wei li wow that'd be interesting um as much as i like rose i don't think that'd be a good fight for her so why don't you think that's a good fight for her? She like if you think back, like Rose completely destroyed Joanna, and Joanna took you know Wei Li to the limit. And some people thought that Joanna won that fight. Yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, just because Wang Li hits so fucking hard, it just when she hits someone, I'm like, oh, it looks like it hurt, which it rarely happens when I'm watching women fight. So I guess I just don't want Rose to get hit like that because I like her. She seems like a nice person. Fair enough. I, I I love your criteria on these things. <laughs> what was the next one? Uh, next fight was Piotr Jan versus Jose Aldo. Um, there are people. Was this the one? No, okay, that's not the one. This this is the one where it went poorly for Aldo. Uh, did he look good for the first round or two? That's kind of what I heard. He looked absolutely great in like the first. So he got the end of the first round. Uh, although went for kind of a takedown, he end, actually ended up on bottom. Jan landed this just incredible body shot and almost ended the fight. Hmm. Uh, but Aldo was able to kind of weather through that. Aldo was probably taking the first up until that, so the first could have went either way. Uh, Jose Aldo in the second looked great, looked great in the third, and then he started to slow down. Like, I think you can tell with his age and that weight cut, he just doesn't necessarily have the gas tank to go five rounds. Mm. So Jan was definitely able to, you know, start accumulating more damage in the fourth and then in the fifth, like watching what was happening there, you know, Aldo was just getting battered like that. Yeah. That fight could have been stopped probably a minute or a minute and a half earlier than it was. Uh, Cause pretty much the beginning of that round, Jan went out, got Aldo down I uh, was kind of threatening there and just was, you know, landing a ton of ground and pound. So it was kind of a rough one to watch, but it was fun watching Aldo those first few rounds. I mean, he looked like old Aldo. 
was starting to throw some great leg kicks, was moving well, was getting in and out. Like he was able to, you know, land some pretty good shots on Jan, but Jan is a bad motherfucker. Yeah, I saw some of the highlights. He's fucking quick. I watched him like hit Aldo with like a this quick little fucking double jab. They're like he you know hit him with a jab, pulled his hand back like three fucking inches and hit him with another jab that looked like it hurt as much as the fu- first fucking jab. I was like, what the fuck kind of Bruce Lee one punch shit is that? Yeah, so this this will actually be interesting because that that entire division, like if you think about it, right? Like these two just fought for the vacant title. And you have like really almost three people that you could talk about as far as having the the next shot at that weight class. Mm-hmm. So the guys you have out there, you have Marlon Marais, who's ranked number one right now. You had Aljamain Sterling, who looked absolutely amazing in his last fight. I think he's rattled off five consecutive wins um, against pretty pretty top level guys. And then you also have Garbrandt after that knockout from hell, you know, former champion. So, like, who do you put in there with Jan? Who mm. do you think, Jay, knowing that you don't follow it that well, that, you know, as well Sterling. as you should be? It's Sterling, 100%. He's earned it. Uh, he's They passed him up, it seems like, the last two shots. It should have been his. But, you know, uh, but he was, you know, I like how the fact that he, while he was asking for the title shot, he didn't get all fucking shitty about it when he got passed up. Uh, so that, plus the fact that I think he's got the best record going forward to, deserve that sort of thing uh, he should be next yeah i'm torn b- between morais and sterling morais really his only recent loss was to cejudo right right otherwise he's just been tearing through everyone as well so i mean either way you go there i think the best thing you do though is you give either sterling or morais that shot and then whoever you did not give the shot you match them up with garbrandt and then you have your next title shot right there Ah, uh, yeah, that, that's not a bad idea because Garbrandt is the only one that definitely doesn't deserve a shot yet. But for one more win, he definitely does. So that's a good idea. And the thing with it, you never know with the UFC, right? They could very well just give Garbrandt the shot because he's the biggest name of the three. Right. Well, that's bullshit. But the, we all know how the UFC works with that. It's what makes them the monies. Absolutely. So your co-main event, so the uh, the second of three title shots, uh, Alexander Volkanovsky. Beat Max Holloway by a split yeah. decision. What they do you think about that? Wrong. Oh, you they think so? You think wrong. Holloway did? Yeah. Well, I, 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 I did barely any research into it, but uh, Volkov got more significant strikes than uh, Holloway did. I, that, but that's not the be-all, end-all stat, obviously. <clears throat> but that's the thing. This is another situation where, like, you take a look at, take a look at the fight, and you have, like, say, round five was, like, clear Volkanovski. So that's where he's kind of picking up some of this extra, these extra shots. So if you just look at the totals, like, you may just see it that way. But, yeah, they got this one wrong. And, like, what do you do at this point? Because the first time they fought, again, it was a razor-close decision. Some people thought Holloway won. Some people thought Volkanovski won. You have them fight again. Basically, same things happened, but like on this one, like Holloway absolutely should have won. Go ahead and get rid of this guy too, Jay. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I got him. Um, but yeah, it, like, what do you do next? Like, you don't want to hold up a division where you have, you know, the champion and challenger. They've now fought twice in a row. Like, you can't really run it back a third time. I don't know. That's apparently what they do. Oh, look at heavyweight. 
Yeah, but heavyweight was a slightly different circumstance there. Because that one, at least it went back and forth. Right, yeah, yeah that's because a good point. Because you had point. DC one, then you had Stipe one, and now you look at the third. This is Volkanowski one, Volkanowski one. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, both of them are, in both cases, it's holding up to the division. But I guess uh, the difference being, obviously, being one and one, it makes more sense to do a third. But as you mentioned, both these fights were like really, really, really close. And then could have went either way. Uh, so do you don't think that gives any more validity toward a third shot, a fight? I would love to watch it again. Like, I, I could see that being a great fight again. And like, it, it may be the fight that, you know, they act the probably what would end up happening is these guys would fight again. This time Holloway would win like a split decision that should have gone to Volkanovski. Like that would just be the karma of this one, wouldn't it? Right, right. And obviously it didn't work out like that, but well, what are you going to do? Yes, that one's interesting. Like, the, And who else is really out there that they're going to, you know, put up there against Volkanovski? Like the hmm. featherweight division, like there isn't a ton of of big names. So if you look at the rankings, obviously Max Holloway was number one. Number two was Zabit. Uh, Magomed Sharapov. Other than, how's other, he number three? I'm number two. How is he number two? Are you saying he shouldn't be that high? I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, I have, I don't know. I, uh, tell me who he fought and I'll let you know. <laughs> you really got to start following these things again, Jay. Like this is, I know I've been busy. <laughs> But like he absolutely probably deserves a shot at this point. He is eighteen and one. Oh yeah, He's never well, lost yeah. A fight in the UFC. God, those all these times these guys sneak up on me just because I don't follow the late, lighter weight classes that much. Yeah, so, he has six um, fights in the UFC. Has won every last one of them. Uh that's why. Because uh, uh, I, I mean, obviously, I've heard his name a couple few times, but not paying attention to the. Uh, lighter weight classes i didn't realize he was winning that much you should have known like this is a guy that you definitely should have remembered just if for nothing else because he has a name that you have no hope of of ever being able to say i think that's why i possibly blocked him out of my memory <laughs> out of bitterness so either way maybe he gets <laughs> that next shot maybe he doesn't i don't know what the heck's going on but yeah that one i kind of felt bad for for holloway Hopefully Holloway goes out and gets a fucking haircut because his kind of poofy, weird-looking hair and bad hairline like makes him look <laughs> even dumber than normal. So that's a, that's a bad look for him, huh? Yeah, he does not look good. I someone needs to step in on these guys. Like Holloway, he doesn't have the best hairline anyway, and like normally he keeps it like buzzed down and looks halfway normal. He looks terrible right now. Remember how bad oh. Garbrandt looked trying to well, hold, you know. Trying to That's hide his male pattern baldness. Well, some of that might be quarantine hair. You know, uh, a lot of fighters have checked in a lot shaggier than they normally are for the fights. Look at Mastival. He fucking looked like a fucking lumberjack and shit. Well, yeah, I think that was more his choice, though. Well, he didn't used to be like that. I, it's, it's like uh, I, since I was in the last year or two, he apparently just decided he wasn't going to cut anything anymore. Right, yeah, but again, that was more choice than lack of options. Yeah. <laughs> so, tell me about the last fight, sir. 
So yeah, last fight was Usman versus Masvidal. So it it kind of went like most people thought it was going to go. So I mean, it came out. Masvidal looked great when there was distance between the two. Like he is obviously the more talented striker, and he had surprisingly good wrestling. Like when Usman was able to get in on his legs. He was generally able to kind of fight off takedowns. And when he did get taken down, he was generally able to find his way to his feet. I think the thing he wasn't ready for was just how strong Usman is like in the clinch. So Usman would clinch up and just push uh, Masvidal against the cage and just completely wear him down from there. Mm. Uh, so I don't know if you watched any of the like post fight interview with, uh, well, not post fight, but like post event interview with Masvidal. And he kind of reaffirmed that, yeah, he didn't have a lot of a gas tank coming into this anyway. Obviously, the the weight cut was kind of a kind of an issue. Of course, everyone's going to say that, but like that was his thing is he didn't he wasn't prepared for Usman to be able to neutralize him against the cage in that way, right? So of course he wants to run it back. Apparently, you know Usman's cool with that as well. Obviously, this won't be the next fight for Usman. But it'd be interesting if Masvidal can go out and get a win against, you know, a, maybe like a Leon Edwards or someone like that. And maybe be back in line being that, you know, he bailed the UFC out of a fucking problem. Like, I'm sure they will be in the position to kind of, you know, usher him to the front of the line a little bit quicker than he may normally see it. Yeah, and he did mention that he doesn't. As you said, he doesn't really want to fight him right now. He wants to get a couple more fights, and he he said he's willing to work his way back up uh, to a title fight. But it'll definitely be interesting, especially like with uh, with some of the people that he's been working with going into this fight. Like the more he can work with, like I don't, I'm sure you probably don't know who this is, but he brought in Bo Nickel, and the more he has a guy like that in camp, the better he's going to be prepared for fighting a guy like Usman. Because mm. Bo Nickel would absolutely shit on Usman when it comes to both folk style and freestyle wrestling. Ah, interesting. Yeah, because I did a little research on Usman, Usman rather, and he was while he was like a, a wrestling champion in college, it was Division II, um, I, which doesn't necessarily mean he wouldn't have did well in Division One. Uh, yeah, but it is a, normally a different talent pool. Yeah, so if you were looking up Usman, look up Bo Nickel, and then you'll see like the different levels of wrestling accomplishments. Right, right, right. That doesn't surprise me. As I mentioned, when I looked up uh, Usman, I, he's people like, he's an amazing wrestler, and I was like, I looked at him. Obviously, I looked him up, and obviously, he's not a bad wrestler at all. But he didn't have that many accolades in college and shit. He wasn't like an Olympic wrestler and all that shit. Yeah. So he, yeah. Like he's he was pretty good. He was training to try to make the Olympic team. But then you have, yeah, there's just there's levels to it. So the more that that Masvidal can get in there and he's really specifically training for what Usman is great at. Mm -hmm. Like um it, it could be interesting if they do run it back and and Masvidal is able to basically keep his ass off of the fucking cage. He needed his back to be to the center of the octagon as much as possible, and then I think it probably is a different, a different fight. Right. And right. Tanner was saying about, uh, I think he was talking Kelvin and not Calvin. Tanner, are you talking Gastelum? I would assume so. I'm assuming um, yes. 
Because he's but the yeah, guy Gaslam that's the... probably would beat the shit out of Usman. Really? Um, well, I guess Gaslam so. I mean, it's so much better than most people think. And if you think about how well he did staying in the fight, like in, in quite a few of his recent fights, like Gastelum is a is a tough dude. He has enough of he has enough wrestling there that I think he would be able to nullify a lot of what Usman's good good at. And he's big enough that he can also deal with the power. Right, right. But like if you watched uh, the fight with uh, Adesanya with Gastelum, and Gastelum proved like he can go like the full five rounds, hang in there, good sized guy. So like yeah, if he could actually get down to one seventy and you know maybe actually follow a diet for once, <laughs> he would be an absolute problem. Like he's a he's such a almost of an an enigma, right? Like you have Gastelum who. Fights now at middleweight, and you can tell that his his body structure is absolutely a welterweight. But something about him, he just he can't he can't make that change to his body, and it's just it's weird. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, because obviously you can't say he's not disciplined or something like that. You can't train for UFC and not be disciplined. It's a really hard routine to to keep up. Um, <clears throat> I guess just when, you know, in his off time, you just can't stop eating what he shouldn't be eating. I mean, that's all there is to it. There's no, you know, there's no rocket science to it. He he eats more than he should eat. Um, oh, I want to say that. Well, it, it is a discipline issue. It's it's just not a fight discipline issue. Right, exactly. Oh, hello there, Tenor. Yo, what's up? Sorry, I misspelled his name. I was uh, kind of not paying attention. I'm driving home right now. So, yeah, Calvin, man, like, like you were saying, he's... He's so fucking talented. He's good on the feet. His wrestling is very, very good, um, and I think he would he would cause fits for Usman in in anywhere. You know, with distance between them in a clinch, I think he'd fucking piece him up, man. Honestly. Now we just need you just to, need uh, you go, to and, go and you know cook for him and keep him on diet for a good six months. You you want to do oh. that, Tenor? Shit, have you seen me with my shirt off lately, Dalton? I'm not cooking for anybody. I'm just starting keto today because I'm fucking finally sick of the eight pounds that I put on uh, during this COVID fucking shit. And I wasn't real lean to begin with. You know, if anybody's seen my pictures can attest to that. <laughs> oh, I thought you were well, just going to go backpack into the woods and, you know, hunt for your food and, and that would be your diet. Yeah, yeah. D dig a hole as a latrine with a freaking Jim Bowie knife, the whole nine. Yep. God, That's the next who step likes after your backpacking bike and everything else. Like, we're betting <laughs> on you to be on a loan, like the next season. You up in Siberia or whatever, dude? I would not survive. I'm not that crafty. My, bu my, my, my bushcraft skills are not up to snuff. I just want to pack in with a box of fucking wine and drink wine and have uh have a campfire and then pack out man that's that's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> that's your entire supply kit. Well, you can't. You, fi you figure you can't take beer. I'm not going to carry dry ice. I'm not going to carry a cooler of beer. What's the next best thing? It's it's hotter than hell, so I'm not going to drink whiskey straight up. So I figure a box of wine during this summer heat is probably the best alcoholic drink I can pack in and and still be a refined gentleman. <laughs> so of course you have to bring plastic wine glasses. You can't bring your good crystal out there. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, or or just you know uh, use it like old wine skin and drink it right out of the spout. <laughs> it's like just picture you holding the box over your head. <laughs> there you go. That's a good plan. Yeah, I, I didn't want to extend the, 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 the podcast too much. I know Dalton's probably fucking tired from being up till 2 a.m. I just wanted to I, – I got to thinking you guys were talking about Usman and, and some of his potential fights coming up, and I'm thinking, God damn it, if Kelvin could get his shit together, that would, that would work out well for him. Yeah, no, it would. He's always been a fun fighter to watch. It's like you know, his biggest uh, problem has been the scale mostly. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, I think I'm going to hit that dead spot in the road coming up, guys. So I'll let you get going so I don't uh, ruin the, the last uh, goodbyes of the show. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to take right. off. Y'all y'all be easy. All right. You have a great day. Then. Yep. Thanks for calling, Peace. boss. Yep. All right. Well, shit, that is probably about it. You got, I mean, before we get to your last couple things, you got anything else you want to cover before we get out of here? Uh, yeah. I, I think I also want to cover the uh, part where Gaslam shit the bed versus Till. <laughs> so this actually might be a good reason for Gaslam to finally get his shit together and drop the weight. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, right, like Darren Till is fucking massive. Yeah, that's a big dude. So like there, there is where you can see the difference between Gaslam and like somebody that truly cuts to hit middleweight. Right. So you could see it in the fight. Like Gal- Calvin was definitely like the just the smaller human. So I wonder if at some point he doesn't see like, hey, I've now gone out and I've lost two fights in a row. One of them was against a fucking undefeated champion. So like, no, no harm there. But like, at what point do you end up, you know, going back to the drawing board and saying like, well, shit, like I just I need to hire someone to make sure that I am at the right weight. Yeah, I mean, uh, at the at some point, you know, it's either that or just accept that you're not going to beat people at the highest level at middleweight. If you like eating enough and you're happy with, you know, fighting middle-of-the-road fighters for the rest of your career, um, well, then go for it. That's not, there are worse things to be. But for if he really wants to have any chance of uh, fighting for the belt, really, he should probably uh, take your advice and drop down. Yeah, I think that's the right place for him. And Jushu, Shoney Carter is like 78 years old. Who's he going to come back and fight? Ken Shamrock? <laughs> yeah. Dude's best win was a freak. was a, like a lucky shot. I mean, there's no such thing as a lucky shot, but that was a lucky shot. Anybody that connects with some spinny shit, generally there's a little bit of luck involved. Right, right. <laughs> Not that I begrudge him. Uh, Shoney Carter's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Uh, that that season of uh fucking the ultimate fighter was awesome you know the one where the uh the uh were well, i think that was season four where they fought for the chance to fight george st pierre yeah the the one where uh sarah shocked the world yeah yeah it was funny watching them interact with each other during that season because i think even shoney carter realized that he got lucky if that fucking shit <laughs> Oh, absolutely. I, I think the best Shoney Carter moment out there, and I'm sure everyone has has seen it, was the uh was that fight that he was refing. It was the double knockout. No, I don't think I saw that. You have not seen that? Yeah, so guys go out, it's a double knockout, and Shoney just has that just like jaw drop crazy look of let's like freaking out. 
because he just <laughs> witnessed a double knockout. That's hilarious. My my biggest memory of him is just wearing some fucking pimp suit someplace. I can't remember if he was during one of his walk-ins or if he was just in the audience or something. But like a literal, literal pimp suit with the cane and the big hat. <laughs> yeah, Sh- Shoddy was definitely a, a showman. But yeah, yes, he was he never... Really was. He's never like the baddest dude in the world. No, uh-uh. but yeah, he made a, he had made a pretty good career out of it. So good for him. Um, you got anything else before you finish up, sir? Uh, no, nothing, nothing else. Uh, other than a couple things we'll get to. All right. In that case, uh, I want to thank the OG army for showing up. Uh, we couldn't do the show without you. I appreciate you every time you're here. Uh, I want to thank my co-host, big Dalton. Uh, I couldn't do a show without him either. And obviously he could do one without me. <laughs> you got anything else dude, sir? Yeah, I got a couple things. Uh, so interesting thing this week, we're going to have pi- fights to pick tomorrow because I think there are Fight Island fights on Wednesday. Oh my. And then there'll also be additional fights on Saturday. Oh my. So Saturday, I don't believe is a pay-per-view, but I would say there's about a 40 or 50% chance we may say fuck it and do a fight companion if I decide I'm just going to be home anyway. So more to come on that one. Maybe Jay can stay up till you know, 709 this time <laughs> maybe maybe not <laughs> but other than that the only other thing that i do have and this goes to every last one of you especially you bastards sending claps and other nickels at the chat fuck <laughs> all y'all i don't know i'm happy to dance for your pennies you guys you guys have a great night we'll see you tomorrow at six bye-bye Hey!